This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon, this is Marshall Davis. Sometimes I wonder if there's anything more to say in these episodes. Then I get an email from a listener that reminds me there is still more to say because the gospel of non-duality is so easily misunderstood. Non-dual awareness is so simple that it is easily missed. It's so close that people can't see it. It's hiding in plain sight. Jesus said the kingdom of the Father is spread out upon the earth and people do not see it. Tony Parsons calls it the open secret. The common mistake I hear in questions and remarks is that people assume that what they are looking for is not here now. That it's out there in the future somewhere. That it's one practice away or one insight or one teacher or one retreat or one teaching away and then they'll get it. They assume it's something that is lacking now. The only problem with this, if you want to call it a problem, which it really isn't unless you you think it's a problem, is that we forget who and what we are. You could say we have spiritual amnesia the misapprehension of our essential identity is evident in many of these questions that people ask. Alan Watts has a famous book entitled The Book on the Taboo Against Knowing Who You Are. That title sums it up. I read that first when I was in college over 50 years ago, but it was only 10 years ago that I knew what he was talking about. Watts was right. People don't know who they are. And society around us encourages that ignorance. That's the problem. For that reason, every question that people ask tends to come out of what they are not. You could call this a case of mistaken identity. People don't realize who they are. They think they are the role, the person that they have been playing in this human life. They're like an actor who gets so absorbed in the part that they're playing that they forget that they're playing, that they're in a play. Life is a cosmic drama and we are playing roles as characters, but we are not those roles. We are not those characters. Now it's all right to play those roles. I enjoy playing my part, but I realize that I'm not that part that I'm playing. The ego is a role that we play. And once we see the ego as nothing more than a phantasm, nothing more than a mask that we wear when on stage, then we can never take it seriously again. That is what is called spiritual awakening. That 
is abiding non-dual awareness because that realization, that knowledge is always present no matter what. The questions most people ask come from not this true self, but they come from the separate self. But we are an undivided self. Jesus spoke from the perspective of the unified self and not the separate self of a, a carpenter from Nazareth. He kept saying, according to the Gospel of John, I am. I am the bread of life. I am the life of the world. I am the way, the truth, the life. Let me take a question I recently received from a listener as an example. He asked how to maintain non-dual awareness. It's a great question because it shows that there has been a glimpse of this non-dual reality. And this question also is an expression of the desire to be this and to know this all the time. But the question also presupposes that the one asking is not always dwelling in non-dual awareness. And that's a mistake. The true self always dwells in non-dual awareness. So look where questions like this are coming from. When one looks where the question's coming from, and when one keeps looking and looks deeper than the separate self to where the question is coming from even deeper than that, even where the self, separate self is coming from, then the ego disappears in non-dual awareness. That source is the answer to all questions. So it's a matter of giving up one's identity, one's mistaken identity, and resting in our true identity. It's really a matter of shifting perspective or shifting our attention. Other people have told me that they have experienced unitive awareness or spiritual awakening or enlightenment or the kingdom of God, but then they said they seem to have lost it and they want to get it back again. They say they have tasted a bit of this. They want to find a way to get it back and to stay in that always to maintain that awareness. And they ask how? Well, here's the answer. The answer is that our true self is always fully and completely one with this non-dual reality. It cannot be otherwise. If we think we are not completely one, with the divine, if we believe we are not, then we are thinking as something that's separate. We are thinking or believing as the ego. This should become evident. This should be evident, because the true self, who we really are, does not think, and it does not believe. It is. I am. There is one non-dual reality, and I am. We are this reality. Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. Now people heard him say that and they thought he was blaspheming and so they crucified him. The later church believed what Jesus was saying, but mistakenly thought that he was talking only about his relationship to God as a separate individual human being. 
and they thought that he was unique in that. And so they deified him and they called him the only begotten Son of God. Christianity developed an elaborate Christology that identified only this one man as the I am. They did not realize that Jesus, when he was saying this, was not talking about himself as a human being, but speaking as the divine self. So to get back to the questions, people want to know how. How to realize non-dual awareness, how to be liberated, how to stay in this awareness always. If we want to use biblical language, they're asking how to inherit eternal life, how to be saved, how to enter the kingdom of God, how to abide in Christ. People think they're not there yet and they want to know how to get there. And my answer is that your prayers have been answered. Where you are trying to get is here. You are what you have been wanting to be. What you have been seeking for is right here, right now. Jesus tried to communicate this in his famous parable of the two sons. It's often called the parable of the prodigal son, but there's also in there another parable as part of this bigger parable. The other parable is called the parable of the elder brother. Both sons in the story are looking for something without really knowing what that is they are looking for. They felt things were not quite right the way they were. So the younger son cashes in his inheritance and he goes looking for it, whatever the it is, in a far country. Eventually the story says he realized he had made a mistake and that what he was looking for he thought was now back at home. So he makes a journey back home again. He was thinking he had lost it and he was hoping to regain it, hoping his father would forgive him and take him back and then he would have it. You remember the story. The prodigal son gets home and his father will not listen to his well-rehearsed speech about asking for forgiveness and re his request for restoration and, and forgiveness, which, by the way, completely negates the traditional interpretation of this parable. The father ignores the son's words and welcomes him home as if he had never left. The, this younger son always had what he was looking for. That's the point of it. He had it before he left. He had it when he was leaving. He had it when he was away. He had it when he was on the way home. He had it when he got home. He always had it. Nothing changed except his perception. The same with us. We always have that spiritual something that people are looking for. Now the older son's story is even more relevant here. He is angry because his younger brother was welcomed back. So this older son also did not understand. He thought his brother had taken it and lost it and now he's getting it back again when he didn't, didn't, didn't deserve it. More than that, the older brother also thought that he himself did not have it. This inheritance, this goal of life. He thought that he had to work for it by being a good boy and obeying all the rules. Father finally goes out to, the, to this older son who's out in the darkness, he says. And he says to his son, no, 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 you misunderstand. All that I have is yours. 
it's always been. You see, the oldest son had what he was looking for all alone, all along, just like the other son. But he also did not realize it. Jesus is saying that whether we are like the younger prodigal son or the older resentful son, we already have what we're looking for. It is our birthright. It is who we are. We are sons and daughters of the king. We are heirs of the kingdom. It's just a matter of accepting it, waking up to that truth, realizing this reality. There's nothing we have to say or nothing we need to, to do to find it or earn it. The real you, the true self, is already awake, already the son of the king. This means that all that is Jesus's is ours. The divine awareness and the God consciousness that Jesus had is ours. His oneness with God is ours. His glory is ours. He says that. He says all this in that wonderful prayer in the Gospel of John, chapter 17. No need to go to conferences and meetings and retreat centers. No, no need to go to California or to India or to Tibet. To find it. Why go across the ocean to find what is in your home or your own home right now? As Jesus said in other parables, the treasure is in the field beneath our feet. The lost coin is in our own home. The pearl of great price is right there in plain sight. The kingdom of God is ours. We are living in the kingdom of the Father right now, but people do not see that. Unitive awareness is our natural state. It is the reality of who and what we are now. But people have forgotten this, forgotten who they are. We are convinced that we are little lost souls who don't have it. So we seek to find it or be given it or to, or to get it back or to learn some technique to keep it. So we don't lose it again. So we'll always have it. The reality is that we always have it because we are it. You can't lose yourself. There's nothing to do. Nothing we can do to not be who we are. Try not being who you are for a moment. You can't do it. So be who you are right here and right now. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.